Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. You may research things about this is everybody with a job. So it's just they're just they're overwhelmed with bad people and all they do, like their secret. You mentioned the importance of researching the company for an interview. Are there specific questions that an interview can ask that show a deep understanding of the company's challenges and opportunities and how they might have contributed to addressing them? No, you don't want to, if the, if the company or law firms have issues and so forth, uh, you definitely do not need to stare things in that direction uh, all that much. So I don't know that's something you really need to worry about all that much, but you see the importance of researching the company or the, for the interview or specific questions you can ask that shows deep understanding. So what you need to do is you need to ask questions about if someone has certain things in their background, you don't always ask about things you think that you see when you research, for example, the people you're talking to. You may research things about, you will you give answers, you may drop in things that they did to show you talk to them, you research them. You may, if you're a, regardless of the type of attorney you are, you may be a real estate attorney, you may be a corporate attorney, you may be a litigation attorney, you may be a I don't know, whatever type of attorney you are, you should research the type of work that the firm does and then ask questions about practice area, about what things, what type of, do you work in commercial real estate or residential real estate? Do you work on uh, sort of different things that the firm may do, but you ask about the practice areas and and then you would, you would things along those lines. So you don't need to have a deep understanding all the time. But what you do need to do is you need to understand, you need to be able to understand the type of work they do. So you don't want to go into a uh, interview, ask a question about something that, that you could research very easily. You want to ask a question about something that you've researched and you just say, I noticed that you guys have been doing some work lately for public companies and a lot of your clients, are you planning on doing more of that? Like something, and most of your other job work seems to be for smaller companies. Do you think that you ask questions that you're growing in that field or not. You ask things that are likely to make the firm feel good. So you try to steer your questions to issues that are related to things that the, that you can show you understand. And very few people, by the way, do this. But researching the practice area that the firm does, researching maybe news stories about things that the firm does, understanding the things that are really positive about the firm and having researched that. Uh, are very important to know what the firm does. So all of those things uh, will help you do much better and uh, with your interviews. Okay, here's this is a similar question to the last one. Someone asked, the other one, but I'll answer this one again. Um, I worked for the wrong person. I lost my position as a young attorney who was working very hard. But what the heck is that? And I'm in my first years of practice. How can I burn my career from being destroyed? And how can I get things back on track? Okay, everyone, most attorneys, most attorneys lose their jobs uh, at some point, lose jobs in their career. So sometimes they lose at once. Sometimes they use it multiple times, but almost everyone loses their jobs at some point in their careers. It's just how it works. You lose your job because the firm doesn't have enough work. You lose your job because someone doesn't like you, but you lose your job because you made a mistake, but you lose your job because the firm can't make you a partner. You lose your job because you do something wrong with a colleague. You may make it sexual. Who knows? People lose their jobs. All sorts of reasons. I've seen people 
lose their jobs because they got drunk at a party. Who cares? And when people lose their jobs, everyone loses their jobs. So the first thing is most attorneys at some point lose their jobs, whether it's something they did wrong or something like them. There's so many reasons you could lose your job. So I wouldn't worry about it. Do you, does your career get destroyed um, from doing that? Absolutely not. You can certainly get fired and find plenty of jobs. People, the best way to get a job, and I talked about this earlier, is to apply for jobs that apply to firms that don't necessarily have openings. Because if you do that, you're more likely uh, to get a job. If you are competing with multiple people, for a job. So if you're competing with multiple people for the same job, with multiple people for same job, it's very, it's your, who would you hire? Would you hire, who would you hire? The person with person fired or a person not working or a person working. So you just have to, you have to ask yourself those questions. So who would you hire if you were an employer? So one of the things I'll tell you, it's very interesting. So when you get in, and this is your, to answer your question about your career getting off track. When you get into a law firm, no matter what the law firm is, you have to, you have to decide what market are you interested in working in and what size firm. So here's how it works. So if you are from a major firm in a major firm and you lose your job, your best option um, your best option, this is just lose your job in a major firm. What is your best option? Your best option, and let's say major city. And there's no, there's no, anyway, you lose your job in a firm options are to do the following. To, you can go major. You can go to a smaller firm, a smaller, less prestigious firm, which can work. They will often ask questions. May, I'm sorry, major city with no economic slip but no economics with no recession, whatever. You just, it's pretty obvious you lost your job for some reason. So you major firm, you lose your job in a major city with no economics slowed down. You can go into a less smaller, less prestigious position, uh, which is can work. You can also go into, you can go into a smaller, less prestigious position. You can also you can also go into another market, which is a good idea, smaller market, uh, and or you can you can try to get a job in another major firm, or you can try to get a job in another major firm at another major firm. Um, but I want to um, explain uh, a little bit about this real quickly uh, because there's a couple points that I think a lot of people will miss. So the first thing is, if you lose a job in a major city with no economic slowdown, the problem with that is, is large law firms, especially in places like New York and Los Angeles and all those kind of markets in Chicago and Houston, like the what they the what they have is they have a huge number of attorneys to draw from applying to jobs. So in, if a if a law firm in Chicago has an opening for a litigation attorney, they are going to have an incredible number of applicants from other major firms, from major firms in other cities, from circuit court clerks and all this sort of thing for any job that they have. So the problem with that from your perspective is if you're trying to get a job with one of those firms, they're going to just not hire you because they're going to obviously hire people that are employed 
over ones that aren't. And they're probably going to have access to people with just as good, if not better qualifications. So that's your problem. So how do you get around that? One option is to apply to a smaller firm with a less prestigious position. So that can work. Or you can apply to a smaller market and get a position. That can work. Or you can also try to get a job in another major firm, which can work if you have if you have just very rare qualifications, or um, if you somehow are able to network in and know a partner or something that can help you get a job there. That's it. So those are your best options. What would I do if I were in a situation and I was in uh, LA, Chicago, New York? Uh, I would probably what I would do. The first thing is I would do. I would try to. I would try to market myself smaller firm, less prestigious position. I would apply for jobs and, and also non-jobs. So I would apply for firms that have jobs and also firms that don't have jobs. I would try other markets, smaller markets, and large firms as well, large and small firms. But what I would also do, and this is, by the way, something for everyone to think about, apply small and large firms. And, and why would I do that? I would do that because other markets might make it easier for me to get a job. The easiest job place for you to get a job, by the way, easiest place is usually where you grew up, where you grew up, where you worked before, grew up, worked before, lived and worked, all that sort of thing. Because you'll say, oh, I just want to really work in this market and I'm so whatever. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. So that's your easiest way to get a position. And then finally, you always fly everywhere without a that's what I would do. I would not anyway. And then I, I'm not going to freaking sit here and promote my own company. Law crossing, I would use to find firms, to find firms without advertised job, meaning public advertised. So that's how I, I would, and I would also use law crossing. And law crossing archive just means all that is, is that's firms that have had openings in the past. So that means they're likely to have them in the future. So I would apply to those groups as well. That's how I would handle. So those are your best options. I bet anybody that loses their job can get a job. I, I used to own this company. I still own it, but it's operational called Legal Authority. What that company did is that company would go out and basically do mass mailings using letters uh, to all sorts of anybody, that, your practice area, any firm that did it. And if you chose a lot of places and applied to a lot of places, an incredibly high number of people, like percentage, would get jobs. And if you apply to enough places, everybody would get jobs. So it's just, it works applying to a lot of places. I'll just give you one example. Anyway, it, it, 
people doing things that were crazy. I saw, I'm not going to get too far into it, but I saw, and Ray told the story last last week or a week before, but I had two law students that had gone to Thomas Cooley, which is not uh, the greatest uh, law school out there. Uh, it may be like one of the lowest rank. Uh, and two students were gradu- that had graduated. Uh, they One of them brought his father to, to meet me. Uh, along with um, the um, other attorney, other law student. These guys were in California getting ready to take the bar. They were from Michigan and had not done well in law school. Both had jobs in entertainment law firms out of law school now in LA. So they got jobs, not from being from LA, not no connection in an entertainment law firm coming from uh, one of the worst law schools in the country doing mass mailings to enter to entertainment law firms. How hard is it to get a job in entertainment law uh, in LA? Uh, it's almost impossible uh, unless you have connections because I don't think maybe I have, I don't remember making any placements of entertainment attorneys because there are so many people that want to do it. It's just, it's very difficult. Now getting a job as an entertainment out of law school is even more ridiculously difficult, but you have when you're in law school because uh, who's going to hire? It's it's hard to explain why entertainment is such a hard thing to get into, but it's extremely hard. And both of these guys had multiple jobs. They couldn't believe it. And all they did was send letters to every law firm in LA that did entertainment law and they got jobs. How, again, LA's entertainment law, impossible. I don't, again, I don't know of any placements that I've ever made doing that. I may have. I've certainly made hundreds of placements, if not thousands of of people that are in litigation or corporate or IP, but that particular practice area, no, just absolutely not. So I'm just telling you that if you contact a lot of places and you do mass mailings, it's going to change your life and your career. No one does it. Words, I don't know how else to say it. Law schools, if you're in law school, often will tell you not to do it, but that's the only reason that because if everyone in their law school did it, Employers would get hundreds of applications, so maybe 50 per person in the law firms need to be able to, and the schools need to be able to steer certain people to the best jobs. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how it works. So if you get fired, if you're having a hard time finding a job, the only thing you need to do, it's very simple, is you need to just apply to every place you can find without openings. And that's works. The reason it works is those employers are not receiving other applicants. So for some of them, you'll be the only person that's ever written them looking for a job. If you send a letter, it's much better than, than just applying randomly than sending an email. Emails can be deleted. Letters come when they arrive on someone's desk. That's incredible. Same thing with faxes. You send a fax that comes and arrives on someone's desk. So I'm just telling you, it's a much better way um, of applying um, for uh, jobs in any other way. It's just, it works. Okay, let me just say. Thank you for the presentation. I'm impressed because um, almost described, perfectly described my situation. A previous job, I remember my first week learning that the office is only senior associate, but I overheard the conversation where he gave notice, his notice over the phone, and where my boss screaming at and berating him for taking what sounded like a better job at a bigger firm. That day on, I was walking in eggshells. I never would have taken the job in retrospect. How can I draw the line between setting my expectations too high unrealistic, but still know how to avoid firms that will not be a place that I want to be versus those that are. Okay, let me understand this better. On well, my first week, 
Okay. So avoiding firms that will not be replaced. I want to be versus those that are. Okay. So the idea here, and I think it's important to understand, is that even if you're in a law firm where people are quitting, even if you're in a law firm where things aren't going well, even if you're a law firm where, you know, that it doesn't matter, it, it doesn't matter. It's you just have to, every, you have to realize every law firm has problems with people quitting. Every law firm has people that are leaving all the time. Every law firm has people that are fired. Every law firm, there's no such thing as that. So with the mistake that a lot of people make, it's very funny. Uh, so someone may be at a huge firm, like very prestigious, like Simpson Batcher, and they'll say, yes, I'm leaving because morale is very low. Or I'm leaving because things are slow. Or I'm leaving because it's just become a toxic environment. Like they'll say this about a firm. Like again, I think Simpson Thatcher, I love the firm. I think it's one of the best law firms in the world. I have nothing negative to say about Simpson Thatcher. People will say things like this. And they'll say this because I don't know why they say it. But they say things like this about Simpson Thatcher. That law firm, I don't know how old it is. It's... 100, I don't know. Or they'll say it about Davis Polk. Looks, I don't know how old it is. Very old firm. They'll say this about these firms. And, and that's crazy because these firms are going to be around decades from now. Or they may be around another 100 years. I don't know. Uh, but they're very good firms. And so if somebody is applying to one of these firms and, and they are, they're working at one of these firms and they say something like that, the problem is generally them. It's not the firm because... The firm, they may be toxic one day or not toxic the next, but these firms just keep going. So you don't have to worry about, you should not pay attention to people that are unhappy. You should pay attention to the people that where things are going well, right? To people where the things are going well, I'm sure it's done, where things are going well. People who things are going well for, sorry. Why do you think that if you go to a law firm, and almost everyone that goes there doesn't make partner or whatever that some people do, you're probably better off sticking with the person where things, understanding the person where things are going right, you can't understand where things are going well than those that are going wrong. So this one piece of advice, again, worth the price of admission uh, because everyone makes this mistake. So you have, it, this is an incredibly important point. So I want to make sure that everyone understands it. This one point could change your life and your career. That's how important it is. I want, if you're still on this webinar, which it looks like most people are, which is great, then this is, again, something that could change your life and your career. So there are two types of people. There are people that are fountains, filling fountains. Filling fountains. And there are people that are draining fountains. So what does that mean? So that means that you have a choice of being one of two types of people. You have a choice of being someone that is positive, that is adding value, all these sorts of things, creating opportunity, opportunities, growing others. And this is an incredibly important point. This is the whole reason that most people do not succeed in life and also in law firms. So this is your choice. You have a choice. And and these are people that are negative. And this is, again, this, you choose your path. It's up to you, man. But you look at your parents. You look at people that are successful. You look at people that are not successful. Uh, you look at your friends that uh, are people that you went to school with. 
people that are doing well, people that are happy, people that are, they're one of two types of people. It's just the way the world works. So you have draining thoughts. They're negative. It means you're taking value away from organizations or work with others. That means that, that they're destroying or you know, destroying opportunities. It means that they're, they're not growing, growing. They're, they're not growing others. They're not growing others. There's more to this than, than that. But this is the general idea. Let me just say not growing others. And there's just people that this is how they are. So you have a choice. You can be one of these two types of people. If it were me, what you need to do is you need to try to be a positive person. So what am I trying to do with you? I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to add value to your career. I'm trying to create opportunities. I'm trying to help you grow. I'm trying to grow myself by learning more things. And and do you want to be Again, this is what that this is the path that I've chosen. Is it am I perfect in it? No, but this is the path. And you can be negative and you can take value away. You can destroy um, opportunities. You cannot be not growing. You cannot be growing others. So if you are in a law firm, law firms, you have two choices. You can be this person, uh, you can be this person, the filling fountains, or you can be the one um, that's draining fountains. And that's your choice. So some associate that's calling up and yelling at a partner is probably someone that drains fountains. There are just, these are the types of people that are everywhere. So just because you're surrounded by some negative people that are draining fountains, like that's crazy because Simpson Thatcher is going to be around forever, probably forever, but you understand what I'm saying for a long time. It's been around for a long time. All a good organization does, by the way, any good law firm, any good employer, any good company, all they do is they just are constantly, and this again, this is so freaking important. If you learn this, your whole life and career are going to change. Your relationships will change. You Law firms are just always, firms are always, what is it called? Expelling people, getting rid of people that are draining problems. That's, that's one of the whole Point. So that's what a good same thing with companies. Companies, law firms are always getting rid of people that are draining fountains. And what happens to law firms that go out of business? Law firms that go out of business are not draining fountains. So law firms that go out of business, they just have all these kind of toxic people sitting around and they just get so many of them and it overwhelms them. They don't get rid of them. So law firms that fail are often not fail are often not draining fountains. Or they're just they're overwhelmed with bad people that are draining fountains. And so that's what happens. Same thing with companies. Once you get a bunch of negative people there that are doing draining fountains, you're in trouble. That's just how it works. So you have to choose one side or the other. And you probably know right now what side you're on. And most people, by the way, are often on the draining fountains. This is what they're looking for in law firm interviews. This is what, are you that type of person? And if you are that type of person, but you're going to be uh, in a lot of trouble and you're not going to get jobs. That's what people are looking for. They're looking for fountain trainers. And, and that's what good law firms are firing people for. So just because a law firm is firing people or getting rid of people, that doesn't mean that you have to freaking quit or that something's wrong. That just means that the law firm is probably draining fountains and trying to remain a, a good firm or the person is just a fountain drainer. Does that mean that all law firms are good and all law firms are, are a good place to work? No, but this is really the big dynamic of 
what makes and what makes or makes law firms survive. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. You cannot say that Simpson Thatcher or some other big firm is a horrible place because uh, they're letting people go or their morale is low or it's a, become a toxic environment. Probably what's happening is they're draining fountains. So that's just what happens. You know what law firms do, by the way? Law firms, anytime there's a recession and work slows down, they often actually look forward to it. Now, do they look forward in a positive way? No, but it gives them an opportunity to get rid of negative people and people that are drinking filings. It's just what happens. It happens because that's what law firms and organizations need to do to survive. If they have a bunch of negative people that are negative and taking value away, doing things that are hurting morale and not growing and just negative and not growing others and just putting others down and making, sitting around and talking with your people. Those are the people the law firm doesn't want. They know who you are. And they don't like it. If you're a really positive person, you're building up other people around you. There's a guy, he may be on this webinar right now. I, I really like him. He sent me a nice email after this pastor lawyer, the other one. I didn't respond to him. Should have. Like so many emails. But he's a he's an associate. But I think he's probably in his late 40s, early 50s. But he's an associate at a, uh, I don't know, he keeps getting in these jobs, these incredible jobs at big firms, like, huge international firms, but he's not a partner. He's in the practice area, like some sort of very technical practice area. I don't know what the practice area is. It's some corporate related, some sort of very arcane finance or financing airplanes or something. I don't know what it is, something like that. And he is so positive. Like he, he sends emails like, thank you for your support. I really like this. You did your, this is, and the thing is about him that's so interesting is I was wondering, like, how does someone hang on to an associate position this long in these major law firms? And meaning making, without any business, consistently making and a lot of money. I'm sure makes over half a million dollars a year. And, and how does that happen? Like, it happens because he's in this practice area where it's probably very difficult to get business. But he's still able to, when in law firms don't consistently hit work, when they have work, they'll always hire him. But he's so positive and building people up and um, enthusiastic about his job, growing, learning, and doing all these positive things. And that's a fountain filler. And those are the kind of people that stay in employed. Imagine this guy. Like most people are bailing out of probably law firms, kind of law firms they worked in one or two years in, five or six years later, and then and then popping in house and doing all these other things. This guy's managed to keep going. And so what's nice is just. He's like a fountain filler. And if you see the most successful partners in law firms, like these are fountain fillers. Like they they go out and they build up their clients and they add value and they connect the opportunities and they help the client grow and be good. This is what the best attorneys do with their clients. It's what they 
what they do with others. It's what it's what you what the most successful associates do. They're all fountain fillers. Every single one of them, up and down. Some are toxic and things, but those people typically the system will flush them out and they will not rise. They will. I look at attorneys that I knew, and I'm sorry to go into so much detail about this, but it's just so important. I knew attorneys that I knew when I was younger that were partners in law firms because they may have been hired by a branch office of a big law firm when the law firm just needed people. And basically, okay, was going, they were just complete fountain drainers and negative, building people up around them, not making people feel good, them not growing, believing they have a really big deal. And all of those people, their careers just went completely in the freaking toilet. Like they just, now they're major 1,000 plus person law firms. Now they're just cowering in these little firms and a few people without any, I mean, that they may have started. So if you have a choice, and I'm sorry to like harp and harp on this, but this is literally one of the most important lessons that you can have in, in your life because this is what it takes to do well. And this is what makes people happy. This is what makes you very important, what people get important, must make attorneys get business, it would make people happy. If you contribute to others and you are positive with clients, employers, with everything, and you are filling fountains, then you are going to succeed in your life and career. You are going to succeed in your relationships with people. You are going to succeed in your relationships with your significant others. You are going to succeed in your jobs, you are going to succeed in whatever you do if you choose this, if you choose this option for your life and your career. And that's what's going on in law firms. When people are losing their jobs, they're typically fountain drainers. When people are doing things that are negative, they're typically fountain drainers. You need to stay around people that are filling fountains and doing positive things because that's all there is to it. If you, you need to, and sometimes you'll be in a firm where it's just a bunch of people that are negative and the firm's having all these problems. And that means you go another direction, but you watch what's happening in law firms, who's getting loose in their jobs, who's having problems, who's not getting work. And it's always going to be people that are doing this fountain drainer and so forth. It's just it's how it works. Really, if you ever just learned one thing in these webinars, and you wrote it down, this is your choice is to be one of these two people. If you're a fountain drainer, you're going to have an unsuccessful career, you're going to be unhappy and you may not even know why. Just, you won't even know why. Why am I getting business? Why am I unhappy in job? Why do I keep getting fired? Why am I having all these problems? Why am I unhappy in my life? Why do I have bad relationships? Why do I keep getting divorced? Why do I keep, why do people not like me? Why am I uh, unhappy? Like it's all because of this. It's very simple. If you are building other people up and you're adding value to companies, your clients, your firm, all, all that stuff, you're making, creating opportunities for others, you're helping people, that's all you need to do, man. That's it. This is the number one lesson to being successful as an attorney uh, is doing that. If you do the opposite and you add, just take value, you uh, don't help people, this is what people remember. People always remember the people that help them. And I help them grow and value and do all these things. This is what they remember. This is the people that they they thank. These are the people whose funerals they go to and give speeches. These are the people that that, that you remember. These are the people 
that change your life. These are the people that if you are that person, people will always care about you. These are the people that this is it. You just need to be on one side or the other. And if you're on the draining fountain side, you're never going to know why you're having problems in your career. You're just going to think it's everything sucks. The whole idea of this, by the way, like I talked to very successful partners, like, and just because I, I don't know, I just keep meeting them, but most of them aren't at their jobs, but people with this astronomical books of business. And all they do, like their secret really, is they give of their time freely when someone's not a client. They, they find, they always try to save their clients money. They, they create opportunities for people around them. They, they create opportunities for clients. They just do all these things that are very positive and people like them and, and give them business. And they have these great, incredible careers, they're rich and whatever. And that's what you need to do to be successful is you just need to be on one side or the other. And by the way, most people are on the side of filling fountains. Most people are on the side of draining fountains. And that's why they get pushed out of law firms and jobs and are happy. That's just how it works, man. So think about where you want to be. And that's, I remember one of the most successful attorneys that I ever met. I was in law school with him. I think he's like the head of a huge firm now. It's DLA Piper or something. I don't know what it is. But he was always like going around and being really nice to people and offering to help them and uh, being excited and just really upbeat. And I just remember from law school, I was like, why is this guy so freaking psyched and happy? And again, he became without, remember, I don't think he had, I don't think he had the greatest grades. I don't think he just incredibly successful because he was so positive and so much value to others. And so that's the person that you want to be. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 